In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Today we've got a great malicious compliance story all about waiting. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, don't share this code? Okay, I won't. I called a helpline recently for a bank. Yes, it was their number. Yes, I made the phone call, so this wasn't some phishing attempt. The representative said, okay, we need to send you a code to verify your identity. I said, okay. The text said, we will never ask for this code. Do not share it. So I told the helpline I couldn't provide the code. They got upset. Maybe rephrase your text message wording, fellas. Yeah, I don't know. I think if I'm on a phone call with what I assume to be the bank and I get a text that says, never share this code, I would immediately become very conflicted. I mean, surely you assume you called the right number, but I mean, what if you didn't? I mean, it says never share this code. I don't want to lose my money. Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you guys enjoy awesome malicious compliance stories, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is Food Allergy Charity Doesn't Want to Pay Their Bills? Enjoy a nutty party. I work in a food catering place which can fulfill allergy-free requests. We have the expertise and care not to include allergic food, either as a hidden ingredient or by accidentally sharing contaminated utensils and pans while cooking. In our experience, the four most common allergies are peanuts, tree nuts, eggs, and milk. Cooking meals without these four ingredients will usually satisfy everyone at an event. We had a new client, a food allergy advocacy group. They ordered a large catering last month and didn't pay us since. We were out of pocket $2,000 and were considering legal action. This charity had the nerve to place another order with us, but this time a smaller one costing $450. The group asked for the meals to be nut-free vegan instead of nut-egg-milk-free, as this would ensure them a peanut, tree nut, egg, and milk-free event for cheaper, as they would avoid our additional allergy-free preparation fees. This was reckless behavior from the advocacy group, as the party attendees were most likely anaphylactic to milk and egg. Think deadly peanut allergies but for dairy, milk, cheese, cream, and egg products instead. Had we not known that they were a food allergy charity, then we would not have taken as much care in ensuring the meals were egg and dairy free and would have just focused on the nut-free angle instead. There was one more important thing the charity forgot. It's now possible to buy dairy which is made from lab-grown milk from yeast. The protein is identical to milk, but it is technically vegan. We cooked all the meals with this lab-grown dairy and loaded it in the van. Upon arriving to the function hall, we informed the charity organizers that the meals had lab-grown dairy in them. The charity owner started blasting off on how it was meant to be dairy-free and how they have people deathly allergic to milk in the event. I simply explained that the order was nut-free vegan since we used lab-grown milk and that they had failed to pay us the last order and that this was simply going to be our team Christmas party if they didn't accept the order. The owner went ballistic and began pushing me. The rest of us restrained him and the function hall called the police. The owner lied and told the police that we had dropped and assaulted him. The police asked the function hall for the CCTV and then moved us both along. 
The police did inform us at the commotion that we could head down to the station tonight and provide a witness statement should we wish to press charges. A few moments later, the owner called and begged for an apology and offered to pay us both the original and today's invoices right there and then. I decided to take the apology and the cash. Our team had a nice pre-Christmas party with the vegan lab-grown dairy meals. Are these not the kinds of people running a charity being in like a director-type position that deserve to be outed to other members of that charity for the money-grubbing things they're doing? I mean, overall, you could be a great charity and you're utterly ruined by people like this who are just chasing after every charity dollar they can. Our next story is, don't want me to touch your stuff? Gotcha, I won't. Due to the current cost of living crisis, I, 21, am currently living in my partner's parents' house with their parents and their sister, 23-year-old female. For a little bit of context, my partner, 24, and I have tried for years to sustain a healthy relationship with the sister for it only to blow up in my face. Their sister and I even got along for many months to the point where I even started to consider her a friend. I did everything in my power to accommodate for her OCD, as I have it as well, so I understand the struggle. I listen to her problems and console her when her and her parents weren't getting along. Eventually, I had to set some boundaries and ask for accommodations for my own disabilities, and she used that as an excuse to use a bunch of things I said to her against me. She eventually lost her crap on us, started threatening to throw rocks at us, and even... Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Went to her parents, saying that my partner and I tried to run her over, which was never true. So, while I am here, I choose to stay downstairs and only show my face when I'm leaving the house or when I need a shower. That being said, we moved in while she was at a friend's house in another province. After her parents told my partner's sister that we had to live here for a while, she sent us a set of rules to abide by. I'm setting boundaries for when I come home for the two of you, and they will be adhered to. You will not speak to me, use my stuff, eat my food, drink my coke, or even look in my general direction. If anything concerns me, neither of you will be involved. To be frank, I'm going to pretend like neither of you exist. I'm working on my own crap right now, and I'm not putting that at risk for the two of you. I'm telling you this now so you have time to get a grip on it because I'm so serious that it's not even being even close to being close to funny. My partner and I laughed a little, but we don't argue. We knew what the drill was before we moved in. The only problem is that if the things we use in the house aren't clean enough, she will start to cause problems. No matter how much time I give her before I clean the shower, she won't move her stuff. 
In fact, I think she puts more in because I'll go into the bathroom to shower when no one's home, and there will be less items in the shower than when I'm cleaning up. So I've decided that when I clean the bathroom, I'll leave a large area around all their sister's items untouched. And it's getting out of hand. Some spots I haven't cleaned since we moved in here two and a half weeks ago, and who knows the last time they were cleaned before that. Some of her spots are almost three shades darker than the rest of the bathroom. She's been throwing my crap down the stairs, repetitively calling her mom at work to both complain about me and make up things to complain about. It is starting to get to me, but there's really nothing I can do about it until she's willing to simply coexist with me. I'll 100% keep you all updated on this because I can only imagine the amount of fun that's about to start. I mean, everybody is at or nearing their mid-twenties and they're acting like this in the parents' house still. Who are the real ones suffering here? The parents or the kid adults? Our next story is, no scheduled raise? I'll only do entry-level duties. I, female 19, work part-time at a restaurant. I was brought on when I was 16 as a hostess and got to wait tables and bartend at 18. I really love it. I've made friends with many of my colleagues, it's close to school, and my boss is really flexible. I was scheduled to get a raise last week. I don't make a waitress wage and I don't receive those tips, but the minimum wage in my state got raised, and my boss said that I don't need a raise anymore because of it. I'm one of the oldest employees, I'm trained in every post, and I do what I'm asked because I respect my higher-ups, and I'm in a good mood when I'm at work. So now that I'm barely making more than new hired hostesses, I'm only doing hostess duties. I've had way more time to study when it's slow, and I come home with more energy to socialize and get things done. It's been great. It took a while for my boss to notice the difference my lack of presence made, and when he confronted me, I told him what I said above and that there wasn't anything he could do about it unless I got my scheduled raise. I know there's no negotiating being a paid waitress wage, but maybe now I'll get my raise since it's costing him to fill what were my positions. I think in general, if you work at a place for a long period of time and you're not in like a managerial or director or any kind of high level position, it's good to stop and take a step back, look at the duties of your job and consider how much extra you're doing that you've just picked up over the time you've worked there that you are not getting paid enough to do. First, it starts with helping out on the register when you're short-staffed a few times and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're the only one keeping track of the balances of the registers at the end of the day or something. Our next story is, can I check the back? Sure. Quick and dirty, customer asked for a very popular toy at Christmas. Staff stated we did not have any. No one had any. She insisted the employee check the back. He explained there is no back. Everything is brought in and put directly on the shelf. The only thing in the back is the cardboard crusher and empty stocking carts. She insisted he check. He refused. She asked for the manager on duty, me. I happily went to the back, crushed some cardboard, texted my husband, swept the truck bay, threw out trash. That was in 2018. I hope she's still waiting there for her dang Hatchimal. Excuse me, I'm trying to find a Turbo Man doll. Do you have any more in the back? I would try to do the accent, but I don't feel like making a total goof of myself today. Our next story is, not enough technical skills? Okay. Wasn't sure where to post this. First time poster, long time lurker. A little background, my father never properly learned to read and write. He came from a dysfunctional home, but that's another story. He was, however, very good at fixing cars. He worked at a junkyard since before I was born. I'll call this Junkyard A. 
A lot of the times, he would offer advice or even fix the cars of the customers on his own as a side hustle. Another thing about my dad is he knew everybody. Anywhere we went, people would always stop him and speak to him, mostly asking about a problem they are having with their cars. It didn't matter where we went, even on vacation across the country he ran into people he knew. The junkyard he worked at was originally owned by two brothers. They were good bosses, and he made a Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market decent wage and had very good health insurance. They made good business there, and my father was the senior sales specialist. Business was so good, they bought a new location and built a new building and moved there. A few years later, the business was sold to a guy named Dave. Dave was alright, although we lost the health insurance. He stayed there for I'd say 8 or 9 more years. One day out of the blue, Dave fires my dad and said it was because he didn't have enough technical skills. He couldn't hardly read or write, but he could use the computer one-handed to search the system for parts while on the phone with a customer. He and two or three other guys would be in the front to help customers, and my dad's line would have two or three people waiting especially for him and would refuse to be waited on by someone else. So he came home and filed for unemployment. He stayed home for maybe three weeks and was offered a job at another junkyard that was located between the city we lived and the next city over. Now comes the malicious compliance. Since my father was so well liked and everyone knew he got a raw deal from Junkyard A, they also switched businesses. All his longtime customers and friends now frequented Junkyard B. Many used car dealerships had deals with my father for the junk cars they sold for parts or parts they needed for fixing their used cars. All these businesses also switched junkyards and followed my dad to Junkyard B. This was a devastating hit to Junkyard A's business. So bad in fact, they ended up selling the business to the owners of Junkyard B. As soon as the sale was finished, my dad was sent back to Junkyard A, where he worked for the rest of his life. He actually died in the junkyard. Massive heart attack. The funeral was so full of people there was not enough room for everyone in the funeral home. His funeral procession, the line of cars that drive uninterrupted from the funeral home to the cemetery, was over an hour long due to so many cars. My mom went to buy the plot next to his a few days after the funeral, and the lady working there said she'd been working there for over 40 years, and it was one of the largest groups gathered for a funeral she had ever seen. He may not have been able to read or write very well, but he knew cars, and he knew people. A lot of people. A guy like that is just a straight up inspiration. Somebody who got up to do hard work every single day and probably did it with a smile on their face. I'll tell you what, I don't think I could ever even be one tenth of a person like that. Our next story is, don't like my hard hat? Tough. There was this time for a while when I had to make deliveries to other job sites at my old job. The drop area for one job was in the middle of an open field, yet the safety guy got all bent because I didn't have a hard hat. I tried explaining that there was no overhead danger at all, but I was told not to come back without one. 
I grabbed one from our shop and painted a bullseye on the top. The next time I went there, the safety guy saw me pull in and he raced over in his cart. I picked up the hard hat and showed him the bullseye while putting it on. Boy, was he ticked. He couldn't do anything about it, though. I had my hard hat. I feel like somebody like that must have got burned on some really dumb OSHA complaint at some point, and now it's like they just have to cover their butts. Maybe they're on their last strike with some extremely picky boss and they have to make sure. At least, that's what I would like to pray and that it's just not some overreaching jerk. I mean, bottom line, if OP got hurt in any way and they didn't have that hard hat on, it could potentially endanger this guy's job and maybe even his livelihood through that. Our next story is, don't want to do it the right way? Then wait longer than necessary. I work at a call center for my country's military. I'm not going to say which branch to keep things anonymous. What I do most of the time is answer questions on how to submit their retirement applications in order to receive their pension on time. Today the caller, whom I'll call Major Karen, calls and outright demands the mailing address to send her retirement application. I started to tell her that it's not a good idea to send it through the mail for a variety of reasons and to use the website. However, Major Karen cuts me off and said in a very passive-aggressive tone that I've been doing it right for a while and it's always broken. I want my money. Cue the malicious compliance. Instead of explaining all the things that could go wrong, I simply said, Okay. I gave her the address and she immediately hung up. Now, Major Karen will not only have the risk of having her personal information lost in the mail, but also have her paperwork sit on a desk where no one will touch it, meaning she won't get the money on time. All of this could have been avoided if she'd used the broken website. If anyone asks, I tried to warn her, she refused to listen. This is one of those situations where you go, okay, you're right, absolutely, just do it your way. Then you hang up and you go, thank God she's retiring. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.